Welcome to Fraudcast.ca, Canada's first web-based TV show dedicated to fighting fraud. Hello, I'm George Tuchelis. And I'm Tina Taggart. Over to your left on the site is one of the world's largest interactive fraud libraries. And on your right, take the Capital One Fraud Awareness Quiz where you can have a chance to win a trip to the beautiful Turks and Caicos Islands just by answering a few simple questions. And right below on the map, you can simply click on the region nearest you for your local broadcast. Or stay with George and I for this week's top 10 fraud stories from Canada and around the world. Heads up, Canadians, for a major alert. Fraudsters are posing as the Canada Revenue Agency by sending unsuspecting taxpayers a very authentic-looking email. It states that there is some insufficient information in their files that needs immediate updating and that they cannot access their claims without you providing that information. Revenue Canada was quick to confirm that they never solicit such information via email, only by regular or registered mail. Please make your friends and family aware of this fraudulent email. The Royal Bank of Canada is warning of a clever new scam involving fraudsters calling you claiming to be from the Security and Fraud Department of Visa. They even offer up a fictitious badge number. They tell you that your card has been flagged because of irregular purchasing activity. They then offer to credit your account and begin an investigation. For your protection, they give you a number to call back and a file number to refer to. When you call back, they ask you for a card number, and they have you. Remember this tip. Banks and credit card companies will never ask you for this information over the phone under any circumstances. If you follow the rule of never providing this info over the phone or internet, you'll be protected from these scams. Now, when we look at fraud, we naturally focus on the victims and the fraudsters, but there is a collateral damaging effect to fraud as well, that being the cost of investigating it. It was announced recently that the Ontario government spent a whopping $23.4 million on legal fees investigating and bringing to trial fraudsters connected to the Ontario Realty Corp. That is taxpayers' money, your money, my money, being spent because of fraudsters. Just another way that fraud hurts us all. While everyone is shaking their heads over the Bernie Madoff billion-dollar Ponzi scheme, he has company out there. Take the case of Japanese fraudster Kazutsugi Nami, who was recently arrested for bilking over 37,000 people in Japan out of an estimated, ready for this, 226 billion yen. That's just over $4 billion Canadian, and it makes it the biggest fraud in Japanese history, and it was all based on a phony product that promised to reduce emissions from car engines. Eco-fraud is on the rise, as we'll tell you more about in later segments. I am impressed that you got that name. One of the largest cases of what's known as the Pyramid Scheme just keeps getting stranger. William Penn Patrick was recently charged by the Securities and Exchange Commission with bilking some 80,000 people out of more than $250 million through his Holiday Magic Cosmetic and Soap Empire. Rather than face justice for his crimes, Patrick simply flew his private plane into the side of a mountain and killed himself. Pyramid schemes can be very enticing, but they are illegal, and virtually no one in the scheme ever makes money. And William Penn Patrick's mentor, the infamous Glenn Turner, has just been released from a West German jail to be extradited to Florida to face mail fraud charges with his dare-to-be-great motivational course and Coscott interplanetary cosmetics firm, Turner is believed to have built people out of close to a billion dollars over the course of his nefarious career. I think back in the day, they used to call these guys snake oil salesmen. Now, how is this for a crazy scheme? And please keep in mind that even though it sounds outrageous, tens of thousands of people fell for it. It involves ostrich farms. A scheme cropped up a few years ago involving a new rage in shishi restaurants in Europe and Asia involving a new expensive delicacy, ostrich meat. 
Scammers sell shares in these new ostrich farms for up to $40,000, but there never was an ostrich farm. And the scammers only ever had one ostrich that they paraded around for potential investors. In some cases, cheaper beef was sold as expensive ostrich meat. Like to supersize my ostrich burger combo, please? One of the biggest frauds in the world is the Nigerian letter fraud. Now, most of us know the score on these frauds. There are many variations that are designed to lure you. Everything from getting a letter informing you of a huge inheritance from the death of a distant relative to the widow of a former Nigerian dictator asking for your help in getting her 60 million inheritance out of the country. What happens is you pay a fee in advance of a percentage of the inheritance once it is out of the country. Of course, there is no inheritance and you lose whatever money you gave them. But what you might not know is that this scam is Nigeria's third largest export, meaning many of us are still falling victim and they can be very dangerous. We here in Canada are not immune to major fraudsters either. Take the case of British Columbia native Ian Thaw. He set up a phony investment company in Victoria, B.C., built investors out of more than $30 million, then fled the country. Well, last week, Justice paid a visit to Mr. Thaw. As he left his high-end Portland, Oregon condo for a jog, the police swooped down on him and arrested him. It took authorities three years to get him, but got him they did. Always be wary of money managers that tell you they will take your money and double it and triple it. Always check these guys out. One of the latest scams to rear its ugly head here in Canada is known as eco-fraud. The scammers will sell you an expensive gadget that is supposed to either reduce harmful emissions from your car or reduce heating costs in your house. Only the gadget doesn't work. If you are a lucky victim of this scam, you just lose your money. If you are not, then you could possibly end up with a damaged home or car and some rather sizable repair bills. Be sure to tune in each week for a look at the top 10 fraud stories from the four corners of the world. Check out the rest of the website for more valuable information, including our extensive fraud library.